here's your women empowerment quote for today. It's by actually Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes is, if you watch Bridgerton, she's, she's behind Bridgerton, but she's also behind Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder. So this is the perfect one because we're talking about journaling and writing. So here's the quote. Words have power. TV has power. My pen has power by Shonda Rhimes. You have power, my friend. Go grab some. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Chats in the Blog Cabin, this show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host, and today I'm chatting with Christine, and we're talking about the importance of journaling. I know you're thinking, well, we really don't want to get into our heads, but during the pandemic, there's a lot of things that go through our heads that we don't, we can't settle our thoughts. So it's really great to put pen to paper, or as Christine put it, she also has digital options to go on and journal and just kind of brain dump and just get all your feelings out so you can rest easy. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and learned more about the importance of journaling. You know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. Today, I'm joined by Christine, and we're going to be talking about journaling. But before we get into that, Christine, tell us a little about yourself. Hi, Melissa. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, my name is Christine. I started journaling through about five years ago. So I immigrated from Africa, and I've been living in Canada for about 18 years now. I have two children, married, no dog, but pretty much close to living that mom life. <laughs> and speaking of mom life, your kids are at home right now because like you said, you're in Canada. So I asked you before we went on how COVID is in Canada. So let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> right, right. Thank you. Yeah. So we did actually make the decision to send the kids to school in September when school opened up and they followed all the safety rules and they were just amazing. But after Christmas, when the cases started climbing, the government just decided, you know what, this is not good. <laughs> Although it does impact their mental health and their social activities, their health is more important. So now everybody is just at home. So we have everybody set up on their computers. Thankfully, we are we are abundant in that sense that we have the resources to help them with that but everything else is taking a little bit of a back seat to just get the kids home you know and into their classrooms and do their schooling yeah so let's talk about journaling through why did you decide to start that when I was about six, I wrote in a journal that I wanted to have my own business. And I even drew the little pictures of a dress and a hat and the shoes that I wanted to wear. <laughs> so from a very early stage, journaling and writing things down was just such a part of me in order to clear my mind and sort of put it out there, you know, to say, here's a plan, here's a goal that I wanted to do. So fast forward, when I was in high school, one of my friends actually died by suicide and that was extremely traumatic at the time my mom worked as a lead psychologist for the biggest oncology practice in the southern hemisphere at the time so she was dealing with death and her and i sort of both started this journaling journey i should say right to just write out your feelings and write it in a structured way because it's very overwhelming so fast forward another 10 years I had my first kid, I got married, that was super overwhelming. So again, so I wrote and I wrote and I looked back on all these journal entries that I did and I could see a theme. So then I decided, you know, instead of people just writing down, because not everybody is as gifted <laughs> to just mm -hmm. sit and write, I'm going to create a guided journal with prompts 
to help people get through all of these feelings and thoughts that they have through journaling. And here we are. So give us an example of the kind of prompts that you give. Sure. So I actually wrote the two, the, the journaling for working moms, which I think is very appropriate at the moment for any mom who is working <laughs> at the moment. So one of the prompts that is my favorite is just sort of this one. If I open it up, I'll, I'll read it if that's okay. It says, that's write down your own ideas on moms overcompensating out of guilt for their absence from home. So excessive toys, gifts, clothing, takeouts, money, that type of thing. So it, it goes there. It's not frou-frou and sort of, it's really substantial in terms of the prompts that will make you think and hopefully transform your life. So how many journals do you have like that that are out on the market? Nine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm also an overachiever. <laughs> so the first one that is still our best selling one is the loss and grief journal, because that one is so, you know, all encompassing. And, and like you said, Melissa, especially in COVID, you know, we're in a very strange time in the world. So loss and grief, one for breast cancer, females with breast cancer, one for the support. So the friends and family who actually help this person, they have a lot of things going on as well. Then one for professional caregivers, another one that's really good for this time of year and this place that we find ourselves in. Then I wrote a divorce journal. Now that one's not emotional. It's just based on, you know, dividing the assets. And then the pregnancy one and the one for the working moms and then an alignment journal, which anybody can do if you feel a bit off and off balance. So how do you come up with ideas for your journal? <laughs> That's a great point. And to that point is people always say, oh, I have a great idea for this and this. And I'm like, yes, once you start, you can honestly write about anything. <laughs> so for me, trauma has been a really big part of my life in childhood, but also growing up. And it's also the reason why we decided to immigrate was a, a very traumatic life event. I was mugged coming back from university. I was studying law at the time. So for me, trauma is sort of the core of all these journals and life-altering events. If we think pregnancy, that's a life-altering event. Cancer, loss, grief. So that was sort of the idea that I've had so much personal experience on it. I've seen my own transformation. And that is sort of where I got the ideas for the topics. Wow, that is so interesting. I mean, because so did you deal with divorce or was that just something that you decided to do? Oh, actually, my parents got divorced okay. <laughs> after 30 something years of marriage. Wow. <laughs> so and that's a whole different ballgame. But um, because I studied law and I, I sort of helped my mom through this, uh, the divorce journal is really you can take that. It'll save you tons of money because it's really write down. What assets did you have? What was your work? What was so it's not an emotional one at all. It's very much just, you know, take this to the lawyer, make sure that they don't charge you extra for stuff that they don't need to. And so that that is the only one that's a little bit off, but it is personal experience. Yeah, that's true. Um, so what about breast cancer? Is that personal as well? Or is that just from talking to people? Well, like I said previously, because my mom was the psychologist for the oncology practice, mm. it was very much a part of my high school, a part of, you know, seeing what cancer patients go through and their families. But also my husband, his mom died when he was 13 of breast mm. cancer. So it's kind of, you know, you see later on, especially when my kids are turning that age, you know, there's all these traumas that come back mm -hmm. <laughs> from your history and if I just cough and it's like oh my goodness are you gonna be okay so those are things that you need to handle to say you know the history will not repeat itself knock yeah. on wood but you know so that was my personal one with breast cancer so where can people buy these journals at they're on the global distribution network so you can buy them anywhere you buy your books Amazon Indigo Barnes and Noble and our website has all of the listings for, for that as well. Now, why is it important that people journal? Why is it? Because a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't have time to write. I don't have time to do this. Why is it important that people actually sit down and take the time to kind of brain dump, so to speak? 
Right, right. And I think you actually said the exact thing. I don't have time for that. Okay. So are you overwhelmed? Are you stressed out? Are you burnt out? Do you have too much on your plate? Then you should journal. <laughs> that is the perfect time for you to pick up a pen and get it out. I did a training session with a group of people and she was so stressed before the training and just writing down three sentences at the end, it was calm. And she's like, I did not realize that this was, and it doesn't take long. It took us five minutes, but just to get it from here out is so important. And especially now we have so much going on. We're overwhelmed, stressed. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it, you know, that brain dump. And that's why I created the journals that if you don't know where to start, this will help you to start somewhere. So which one would you suggest people do? You know, somebody that's just starting out, not knowing what to journal, even doesn't matter what they're going through in their life. Do you have one that's just like a plain journal that people just can go to and you have the prompts already, you know? Absolutely. The alignment journal. That's the last one we did in the series, the alignment one. So that one goes through just life, just life. And, and personally, I've completed that one three times myself because just because you completed it yesterday doesn't mean you're going to feel the same way today or two weeks from now. So that one is one that you can just keep doing. So what if people don't want to get a, a guided journal, so to speak? How do you, what do you suggest that they journal in? Because that's really important. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't, I can't go out and buy all these supplies to journal, you know, cause there's a lot of people that do Bible journaling and they buy all these arts and crafts things to put in there. So, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't have time for that. Right. Right. And time is one thing, but also if you really get into journaling, you're going to put stuff out there that you probably don't want other people to see. Mm -hmm. So that's another concern that we've heard that it's, you know, I don't want it laying around and then somebody picking it up, taking it out of context again, because I might feel really super mad at you yesterday, but today I feel fine. Yeah. And now you're reading what I wrote two weeks ago and you're going <laughs> to put me through the ringer, right? Yeah, exactly. So we actually created a digital journal so people can just go online, sign up. It's secure. We can't read what you're writing. We can only see that you have written in order for us to keep the code going and, and you know, scale the servers if need be. So they can just do it online. Like I said, on our website, there's one that says digital journal. There's blank journal. You can get all the guided journals on there and you can just get some prompts to get you thinking as well. Now, I know a lot of people, I know I have a lot of authors that follow me, follow me, not father me. I don't know why I said father, <laughs> that follow me. And um, they always ask the question. So I'm going to ask you this question. Um, did you self-publish your journals or did you go through a publishing company? Because I know a lot of people are like on the fence about that. Right, right. And I actually love talking the business part of it as well as much as I love talking about the content. So I um, I did send it out originally to a couple of publishers. But it, for me, it was such a niche market. And I was very fortunate because the publishers that did get back to me, they wrote personal notes to reject, which I after the fact heard is actually really good. It's not just a blanket. No, thank you. They said that the journals were very great but they don't have the market for that because it's quite niche it's quite mm -hmm. specific but because i wanted to get it out there i did end up with the self-publishing route and it's been very successful i i love it because you have control over what you do how you do it i do think people need to be aware that you need a marketing strategy to go with that the journals can't just sit like like speaking to you for example thank you so much for this platform Alyssa. you're welcome amazing you know, so I think self-publishing for me worked really well. And you've also created a YouTube around your journaling as well. So let's talk about your YouTube channel. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, that was also kind of crazy in a certain sense because I was on a, a, a meet with the person. She lives in Colorado. And her and I did some social media together originally. She has her own social media company. So I signed up to be on her live when this COVID started. And then that sparked the idea. I have so many people that have so much to offer in this time. So I'm just gonna reach out to my network. I started reaching out to people and I ended up doing 17 interviews in the span of two and a half weeks. Ooh. 
while my kids were at home, while my husband was working in the basement, and while we were trying to figure out this COVID thing, this is when it just happened. Wow. <laughs> Remember that overachiever thing? Yeah. Uh -huh. it, when Ooh. I have an idea, it just needs to go and go full speed. So it's amazing, just the content that we have up on the YouTube channel. So that was a project that had a definite start and end date. So, you know, I'm at this point, not adding any more content to it, but I even go back to it and re-listen to it because we're still in this pandemic. And most of the things are life skills that are on this YouTube channel that you can take forever, right? With you forever, I mean. So you don't have any plans to go back to the YouTube channel and do anything else with it or? I might. <laughs> never say never <laughs> never say never i do have a couple of other projects on the go so you know i think for all of us we also need to pace ourselves mm -hmm. in terms of what we put out there right and the other thing is now people are not just stuck at home they have moved on to working from home or things like that so i did this when people really had nothing to do <laughs> yeah. so the the timing was quite optimal for that and um like you said right before we got on you got to be able to put on real clothes today and to go in your closet <laughs> so maybe that would be an excuse <laughs> exactly so the last time i did that was for my youtube videos so thank oh, you wow. <laughs> now you said you had a couple more projects in the works so let's talk about those if you can Oh, yeah, sure. Actually, um, tonight I was accepted to Wilfrid Laurier. It's a local university here from us um, for women in business, because you have probably as well read the amount of women that are just leaving their careers now in order to look after children, look after parents. There's been such an exodus of females in business. So I've been accepted to the program to be part of it, but also to look at mentoring up and coming people who want to start their own business, especially now. And, and it's very nice because the government is sponsoring it. <laughs> so it does so it's a good time to take advantage of, of things like that to upgrade skills because COVID will not last forever. Mm -hmm. And it would be nice to have that give back to the community as well. So so that is the big project that that I am gonna work on for the next maybe year. Well, I will tell you that actually COVID chats from the vlog happened, happened because of COVID happened at the very beginning of COVID. I was in a challenge and they had a contest and they said, okay, you have to go live and I will give you 10 points if you go live. And I'm like, I do not like being in front of the camera. I'm not going live. Nope. Forget it. Then I was like, well, you know, I could go live with a friend. And so I pulled a friend in with me and then all of a sudden it just bit. And I just liked having the conversations and I'm meeting such interesting people from all over the country and I just, and all over the world that I just love it. So don't you think that's kind of like a, a silver lining in the midst of everything that's going really bad right now? Oh, 100%, 100%. And you're so right. And I think that's important to put yourself out there where I think, you know, now is the perfect opportunity to see what other skills you can you know, sort of accumulate and that connection, because that is what I find we really miss. We miss that connection. And that's awesome. And you're still going strong. That's fantastic. Still going strong. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to take a quick break for one of our sponsors. Schools closing their doors again this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic is devastating for students, parents and educators. Beyond that, it has disproportionately challenged low-resource school systems, further revealing educational and health inequities among communities. Teachers and parents are searching for tools that will enable schools to reopen, but many of these solutions are expensive and time-consuming. To ease the magnitude of challenges faced by high-need school districts, we can provide a simple solution that has a deep impact. I'm Della, the founder of Nestle Space. Nestle provides easy, beautiful, health-centered design that adapts to any environment. We design products that are attentive to bodily experience, emotional health, and ergonomics, including our portable, touchless handwashing station. Our handwashing stations bring running water anywhere with an outlet, accompanied by ergonomic design. Because no plumbing is required, our portable stations can be placed in classrooms, gymnasiums, lobbies, libraries and beyond. The CDC has identified handwashing as a critical mitigation measure for schools during the pandemic. However, 
as evidenced by the high number of schools that have reached out to us over the last six months. Many schools do not have prolific access to running water in classrooms and in other areas which they need to repurpose as classrooms in order to increase social distancing during the pandemic. We know schools are short on resources, dollars, space, and time. We can help, but we need your help to do so. We'd like to supply our Nestle Kids handwashing stations at no cost to selected public schools in need. Our first goal is to distribute these to 10 school districts. We are asking for your help to simply cover our production and shipping costs. Together, we believe we can help students more safely return to where they thrive most, at school. In these crazy times, we thank you for considering this and for your generosity. We believe that by helping support each other, we can make a positive impact in a very hard time. Again, thank you for your support. We hope you and yours stay well. And we are back. That's another company that actually pivoted. They were originally going to launch as a breastfeeding company for moms in the workplace because you talk about working moms and they were going to have lactation stations because most of the time when moms are working, they're like stuck in the dirty closet to kind of pump and stuff like that. So they were trying to make it so that moms are a little bit more comfortable and make it more hygienic for them. And then they totally switched their avenue and went into the hand washing stations because a lot of people were working from home at that point. Right. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. And the image that popped into my mind is we have a mall close by and they actually have this big setup for breastfeeding moms that it's just to the side of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know, might be familiar with them too. I just thought it was such a great idea. And they have a toddler area that you can see. You can leave your kid there. You can lock the door. You can, you know, be private. I mean, that is, and I think as women and we've experienced so many changes in our lives, that is stuff that businesses need to look at as well, right? Yep. And hand was washing stations, get the kids involved. I love that, I love that. Yeah, so if you've just joined us, we're chatting about journaling and guided journaling. So you have two different kinds. You have the paper book one, and then you have the digital one. Which one's the one that most people prefer? I do think it's a very personal choice we have pretty much half and half. I do feel like some people like the paper-based more because it's tactile, they can feel it, you know, and maybe if you live by yourself, you don't have that privacy issue of everybody going through your stuff, you know, or if you have a safe space that you can, you can put it in. And um, some people just need a break from screens, I guess, especially now too, whereas other people are so used to screens that that is where their creativity comes from and that is where they feel most comfortable. They feel like it's sort of too slow to write and then they get sidetracked with other things where they have tunnel vision in their digital space. So I think it's really personal. I honestly think that it would depend on the day for me. Because you know, being on the on the computer all the time, I may have and may be doing digital, but I may have three or four tabs open at the same time. You know how that goes, right? <laughs> and music from some strange place that you can't turn off. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our little pop ups coming up, and like you need to update, you need to update, and like no, leave me alone. <laughs> right, right, and and that's the thing for a digital journal. There's no ads. There's no anything. It is completely free. If you're going to do a guided journal, there's a cost involved with that. But there's no pop-ups. There's no distractions. We don't, you know, for that reason. We want you to focus on yourself, your journey, your thoughts. And so they just need to go to your website and check out the digital journals. And you said it's completely free. Yeah, you can do, like I said, there's some free journaling prompts to get you started. You can do a free one by yourself. And then the premium journals are obviously the same as the ones that are in the book. So those ones have a fee to them. But not a lot, $7, $8, something like that. That's not, that's not a lot, especially when you're considering that the peace of mind that you're going through, you know, actually being able to put things down on paper. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of people have mentioned to us to that peace of mind, but also they sleep better, they eat better, they just feel so much more in control of their lives. And I think that is really something that people nowadays really need, you know, and what else are you going to do? Are you going to watch Netflix 24 seven and lay on the couch? Right? You can use that time to 
really reflect on where you're at. And when we're out of this, come out as a very strong, balanced person because you have that availability of time. That's true. And Netflix, it's it's such a time suck. I mean, literally, you can sit down and like, I'm only going to watch one episode. And all of a sudden, you're like, four hours, five hours have passed. You're like, I got to get up and do something. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Are you still watching? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> I think that was the one of the biggest things that people were like, Netflix, please quit asking that question during COVID. Of course, we're still watching. Quit asking it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, and I will make a wild prediction. Once you start journaling and once you start finding this internal show, you're going to be two hours in and think, oh, my word, I need a break because this is so incredible. All the stuff that I'm finding out about myself and who doesn't love to talk about themselves and find out things about themselves. Right. That's true. Now, do you, will you have one for kids as well? For COVID, actually, I use this one with my children and it's on my blog, but it's also on the digital one. There is one just to help them through. So it's sort of storytelling. They can fill in you know, the blank spaces. So if they're really little, the parents can help them fill it out, but it just gives them empowerment. So it's two or three pages long to just help them. And, and it's not specifically COVID, but I wrote it for this period of time. So that is that is what we have for children at the moment. You know, because I know a lot of parents are saying like their kids have a lot of anxiety right now. And they're not sure, like, especially around the holidays, they weren't sure if they were going to be able to have holidays because people were going to say, oh, we're canceling Christmas or we're canceling you know, Thanksgiving or we're canceling Halloween, you know, all this. And the kids were like, why can't we have all these celebrations? They just don't understand what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a very valuable point that you bring up is that anxiety. And I think if everybody is in the house, that anxiety is energy in your house. And that's another reason why I wrote these books about the working mom and the pregnancy because from my own experience I was so anxious I was anxious all the time am I doing this right is this going to work blah 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 and that just transfers to your kid so I think another important reason for parents to journal first and to get themselves balanced is then you can speak to your children from a balanced state you can filter out what they need to hear, what they don't need to hear. You can come up with solutions before you even start telling them, oh, we're not going to have Christmas, but then what, right? <laughs> My son had his birthday last year. We took him to his first NHL game. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. It was the coolest thing ever. Two months later, we're stuck in our homes. So this year we did it in the basement, right? So, but we can do that because we actively participate in our own balance and to bring ourselves to a calm state because let's be honest we're all stressed at some point because we don't know what's going on <laughs> yep. but to try and buffer that and a really good way to buffer that is to journal it down journal down your own anxieties before you start speaking to your children about theirs yeah that's so true now a lot of people say that they have a special place where they journal do you recommend that having some place that you like a comfy chair, comfortable clothes to where you can just sit down and write your thoughts out. Or do you just say journal whenever you need? I think that's a very good idea. I think also now rituals are important and we're, we are human beings and creatures of habit. <laughs> so I think it's the same as when you go to the gym, you start pre-gymming because you know you're going, you put on your tunes, you get yourself in the mood, you know, and you go to the same space and you come back. <laughs> so it's the same as journaling. So if you have that little routine, that little mindset of this is my chair, this is my time, this is my clothes that I'm wearing. I set this aside for myself. That is part of a self-care routine as well. So then your brain will automatically, like Pavlos dogs, right? You ring the bell, <laughs> your brain starts moving in that direction. So I think that's a really good idea. Now, I've heard a lot of people talk about the five-minute journal. Would you have something that's comparable to the five-minute journal? We do actually, again, on our digital app, <laughs> there's in the free section where it just says guided journaling prompts for every day. So we have one, we have a, a one that's five minutes. We have one that is also sort of theme specific. So there's one if you wanted to do a food journal, for example, because I know a lot of people have food problems at this point in time because you're eating to self nurture 
but then you're also stressing because there's so many germs outside and so it's just perpetuating the cycle of anxiety and then you eat more and 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 so we have a journal for that as well but again sorry to your point the five minute journal we definitely have that as well so that brings to the next question what kind of what other kinds because you talk about food journal and the five minute journal what else do you Right, right. So, <laughs> so again, we have, like I said, if they just go to, or if you guys just go to the website, you will find a plethora of them. There's ones for self-help or self-care, how to really take care of yourself, how to balance. It is, there's enlightenment journals. So if you just want to do something fun and exciting, you can journal about that. So not everything is as traumatic as the written premium journals. It's just, you know, daily journaling that you can do. There's one 30-day journals that we just give you prompts every day and you can go through that. Wow. So what is the benefits of journaling? I know we mentioned it before, but let's re we go back revisit that. What are the benefits of journaling? I do think that it just brings it out. So whatever is festering inside, you're putting it out of your mind. What that does is it brings space for something new and better to come in. It gives you that opportunity to reflect. Whether you read your journals after the fact, it can actually show you how much you've progressed in your life, how you used to think about things, how you've transformed, and where you are now, or where you even want to be. So I think it gives you a really nice pathway for where you want your life to be. Also, for journal. I think it brings the anxiety down. It's a stress release. It definitely is. It helps you sleep better. But I think for, for now, especially journaling is also creating a part of history. Imagine looking back in five or 10 years and reading how insane things were in COVID. You're literally writing history. And that in itself is pretty awesome. How you experience this. Yeah. And Definitely in the United States, there's a lot of stress going on right now. So not only with COVID, but with everything going on with the inauguration, with the new president. And it's just like, for what a way to teach your kids or your grandkids about what what's going on when you they, they weren't even alive yet. Here you go. Let's read my journal. That's the real history here. This is how I feel, felt it because I lived it, you know. Right, right. And I and I also think it's it's sort of if you just read facts, it doesn't really speak to you personally. So if you can read somebody's journal, like your grandma's journal or your mom's journal, like you said, for the children that are unborn and they can say, this is how she felt. They're going to understand that and they're going to take those life lessons and say, wow, she felt like she didn't know where to go, even for real news, <laughs> something like that, right? She had to find out the truth for herself. This and this and this is what she did. How can I apply that? to my life so you're right i think journaling specifically now is so much broader than just ourselves this is also creating history now what's the difference between a journal and a diary are they both the same thing or just different names or what's the difference in my opinion i think they're sort of the same i think um, how i've created the guided journals it's more specific it has a starting point where you are at it guides you academically and you know psychologically through where we want you to be. So in that sense, to me, journals are slightly, or the journals that are created anyway, are slightly more specific. Starting point, whereas a diary could be you just write down what happened to you today. And that's not necessarily that it wouldn't serve the same purpose. This one might just bring you there quicker. Mm. But it's like writing or journaling or anything. I think there's slight differences but it's sort of the same <laughs> yeah because i was thinking about you know when we're talking about history and your kids and grandkids being able to read about what's happened now during history i was thinking about the diary of anne frank and how we learned so much by what went on during world war ii i always get the war the, 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 always get them confused but we learned so much about the life back then and how they had to go what they had to do to survive so Right. And again, then you have that emotional connection to whoever wrote this. You can feel her going through it and you can put yourself in her position. Whereas you just read, this is what happened. Factually, it's not going to have the same effect. Yeah. And Frank, absolutely. What a perfect example. 
And so you have your guided journals, you have your digital journals. Now, what made you decide to offer the digital journals for free? Also, because I love technology. So it was also just to try and see how far I could push this and do it. <laughs> and luckily, I had a software developer as a husband have one as a a husband so it was kind of a nice project for us to do together as well to try and get into this digital space because i do think even now that the kids are on their computers and their devices it is something that people are more and more comfortable with so we wanted to expand to that market as well to say you know you would have the option and i know as well pre-covid People would sit, say if you were waiting on an appointment, because we have one for infertility too. Sorry, I don't think I mentioned that, okay. but an infertility journal. Say if you're sitting in the waiting room, you're waiting for the doctor. It's one thing to write down in a journal, but everybody's on their phones, right? And it is a progressive web app, so you can use it with your phone. It works a bit better on a computer, but you can use it on your phone. Then you can sit there, again, not wasting time getting all overthinking and anxious and everything. You sit there, you journal in the doctor's office on your phone, you save it, you know, you, so that is the reason why we, it's more mobile because <laughs> you're already with your phone 24 seven. And plus too, I'm thinking about now because doctor's appointments, they're basically making you wait in your car until they call you in. So that's a perfect thing. You're in their car. I want to do some journaling. You know, you don't have to bring, well, you can have your laptop if you need to, but you don't have to bring like all the books. And like you said, a lot right. of right, Right. Or your coffee falling over it and you need a pen that doesn't work halfway through and that disrupts the flow of things. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that just captured, you know, every way people will be able to use it because the aim is really for people to transform and to heal through their own experiences and writing. So the more platforms we can have it on, the better. I know you mentioned having a pen that doesn't work halfway through, but how about forgetting, thinking you had a pen in your car and you really want to journal, but then you realize you don't have a pen in your car at all, you know? <laughs> exactly. And we can't borrow one in this point in time. <laughs> Excuse me, mask, Lysol it and hand sanitizer and things like that all over it just to get a pen. No, I don't think a lot of people would go through that. Exactly, exactly. And I figured, you know, even, you know, for moms waiting for their kids, you know, you can do a quick journal entry while you wait to pick them up from school, or there's so many times that you have to have your phone with you, then you might as well instead of, you know, I'm not bashing social media, but just scrolling mindlessly, do something mm -hmm. for yourself, take that moment, recollect, balance, bring yourself back, you know, and, and honestly, being home and having that as insight for myself, I could see the change in my children from being super anxious to me changing mm. to us having a much better workflow in the house. That brings up a great point. The health benefits for yourself, but also for your family, because if mom's not anxious, kids aren't anxious. Right, right. And if something happens to them, you're going to deal with it from a level playing field. You're not going to be here and then they're going to do this. And then you just keep climbing that ladder of anxiety. If you start here, you can handle it and bring everybody back down. <laughs> right. I love that. So ha have you ever had to use journaling to kind of relieve your anxiety for something happening with your kids or especially during you said COVID, obviously, but. Right, right. Oh, yes, I think. Um, especially in the beginning, I was so overwhelmed by just being a new mom, being new to the country, not having support, not having friends, you know, it, and then people would tell me stuff. And then I would say, did you read that book? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> so I just wrote it down and I said, you know, okay, first of all, calm try try your best to be calm you know take it one step at a time all these things that we hear but if we don't implement it it's not gonna matter so for me writing it down actually puts it there for me to look at and it's like a promise to myself to say okay you gotta try and at least do this <laughs> right where otherwise it's just in your head so if you write it down it's there you look at it and then you talked about when you were six years old, writing down your shop, what clothes you wear. So can people use journaling as like a written visual bo vision board? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And that's why when you mentioned the five minute journaling, that is actually a great way to do it because you're just, you know, saying really quickly, what is my vision for the next hour? What is my next vision for today? Because I find sometimes too, people can get very overwhelmed if you do these huge vision boards and we don't have patience anyway. We have that instant gratification society working against us. <laughs> so vision boards in a journal form would actually give you sort of more condensed version of it and maybe just space it out. Say, what do I want to do today as a vision tomorrow? This is the grand vision I'm working on, but how am I going to get there? So it's slightly more practical, I think, if you write it down. Yeah, I love that. So is there anything else that you want to share with us about journaling or about what you're doing next? <laughs> it's funny, though, because before we met, um, I actually read an interesting article on LinkedIn and people can go look at it. <laughs> it's yeah. from BBC where they were saying that self-esteem is not the same as self-compassion. And the more that we work towards self-compassion about forgiving ourselves, not being too judgmental, not being harsh, we're going to feel better, we're going to be healthier, and we're going to feel like more successful and confident people because we judge ourselves not so harshly and have that sense of self-compassion. So I think if you journal and you write down all these judgments that you have about yourself, whether it be in COVID, pregnancy, whatever you're dealing with, and you just include that self-compassionate part to it, you will be a better person. Like you said, the people in your household will be and the world would be better. Just be, be kind to yourself. Remember, you know, don't be so harsh. The world is harsh enough. <laughs> so and writing it down, reading it back to yourself, maybe putting some mantras in there. I think that would be, be very helpful at this time. So that brings me to another question. Does journaling change your mindset? Oh, I think 100%. 100%. Because sometimes if I read my own things, I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> You're this hard on yourself? <laughs> You're thinking this about yourself? I wouldn't say this to a worst enemy. Not that I have any, but you know what I mean? It's, wow, you can write the Emperor of Star Wars with this write-up. <laughs> should not be this hard on yourself. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, yes, I do think so. <laughs> now, when did you come to the realization about that you know your mindset that it's changed once you read is it right there in the moment or is it like a week later a month later a day later when you're going back and reflecting on what you've written that's a very great question i love that for me personally sometimes it is instant where i write it down and i'm like oh that's the puzzle piece i was missing i just needed to put it down in writing and not overthink it other times i think it's like a tree you plant the seed way back when and then you nurture it and nurture it so you keep writing you keep writing you keep working it out and then your mind will slowly change over time so i think it depends on what you are dealing with as well so for me, example, in COVID, I knew that I could not keep eating the way I was eating. And I, I had to do some yoga. I had to get balanced and calm. So that was an immediate mindset change, right? And some of the past trauma that I experienced as a child, that's not going to happen in one line of writing down. That's going to be a process. <laughs> so how often do you suggest people go back and read what they've written before? I think if they're stuck, whenever they're stuck is a great one. If you don't know what to write about or if you're sort of bored and not know, go read it again. And perhaps a nice idea, too, is to sort of label just the general concept of what you are writing if you're doing it paper-based so that if you're dealing with something again, you can go back and read and say, how did I deal with this previously? Is this a life lesson that's coming back to me that I need to deal with again? How can I do it differently so that the outcome is different? Because you have your history written down in that journal. So I think that is a good time for people to read back on it. But again, it's so personal. And if you wrote something lovely, everything doesn't have to be horrible. If you journal, you can write this beautiful experience. If you are sad, go back and read your beautiful experiences. That's a great way to get your mind into gratitude as well. Do you, do you have a gratitude journal or not? Um, 
for me, I found that I start being grateful for the same type of things over and over again. <laughs> so for me, I like to have, and, and it's absolutely wonderful to be grateful. Like I said, you just sort of start falling into that trap of being grateful for the same type of things <laughs> or the same of, as changing. So I changed it to an abundant one. What What is abundant in my life today? What is abundant? What do I have that scarcity mindset? Do I feel like I'm lacking anything? No, I don't. And then that switches it to I'm just thankful for my family or whatever. Then it makes it a bit more specific, you know, and emotional and a little bit more in depth. Wow. I mean, you've given me a lot to think about. <laughs> And I can't wait to go on your website and check out the digital journals. I love the fact that you made them so they're able, you're able to do it on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer, depending on where you're at. So it's like you in the middle of a thought, you got to go pick up your kids. You can still bring your phone with you and, and finish out your thought. I love that. Right, right. Thank you. And and another thing too is that you can search in the digital one. So how I was saying you can do the tabs, then say if you wanted to search for whatever you're dealing with, <laughs> right? Or you want to search for that happy memory and you put it in the digital in the digital journal, you can just type it in and it'll keyword search it for you. So it makes it a bit faster to read what you've written. <laughs> uh, have you ever come people come to you and said, um, wow, I love all this digital. I love all my digital, but I want to print it out and put it in a book form. Has people come and asked you about that? Not yet, but now that you have manifested it, it'll probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> put it out there, Melissa. You've put it out there. <laughs> so my other project is I'm going to have people be able to print it off because I do think that's so valuable. You're right. You're right. So that will be a feature that we will definitely look at. For and sure. actually have it to like it's a journal form, you know, like they print out and they actually can put it in a book so that people they can look back. And that's something like, say, for instance, um, when like you were talking about being a new mom and your kids have or your daughters have. Um, if you have a daughter, have a new kid here. This is what I went through when I had you and technology may be different. Medi medicine may be different, but the feelings are all the same. So it's, what a great tools for mom to pass down to daughters. Wedding days as well. That would be something really cool too. Oh, that would be beautiful. Beautiful. Like little memory journals. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> did I just, just, did I just put something in there for you to create again? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I know. I know one of the biggest stressors in life is is moving. So maybe a moving journal for people moving. Maybe more of a fact-based one, like this is what you need to do. This is what da 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 And wedding is definitely a huge stressor, planning a wedding. My daughter actually lives in California. I'm in North Carolina. And we planned her wedding cross-country, even though we're, she got married here. So I was doing all the running around. Well, and I'd have to say, do you like this? I'm going to have to text. And we ended up doing Google Docs and everything like that. But it would have been such a great thing just to do journals on that. That would be awesome. Absolutely. And then print it out. And then with the pictures and everything, what a beautiful gift. What a great yeah. idea. What a great idea. And I think that is something that once you start, you know, all these ideas are going to start flowing and you're just going to, you know, keep writing and have your memories there. That's amazing. I love yeah, it. For sure. So where can people find you at? So the website is journalingthroughlife.com. And I am splattered all over. <laughs> if you just type in my name on Google. <laughs> so you, they can find me on LinkedIn for any collab opportunities. And or if they wanted to order wholesale, we have that as well available. If, you know, the stores would like to order and have the books just in format for that. And we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. YouTube, like you mentioned, and Pinterest. And Pinterest, what exactly is your Pinterest boards on? Are they on journaling prompts or just about your journals? They're on journaling prompts. They're on quotes. They're on things that make life beautiful because I think that is just Pinterest, this whole idea. It's just beautiful ideas, beautiful things. So there's quotes, prompts, illustrations, art, gardening, things that make life beautiful. And so anyways, if people are stuck about what to journal, they can just go on your Pinterest, pick a quote and journal about the quote. Correct. There you go. There you go. 
Easy peasy. <laughs> there goes another idea out there for you. Uh, uh, just quotes that people can journal about how the quote makes them feel. There you go. There you go. That's fantastic. And um, oh, on that note, just as a final note, I was thinking you have your blog and you know how much effort it is to put, you know, a blog out there and to get people and everything else. And I think if people really have something to say or if something happens to their life, they think, oh, I should start a blog, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a great idea if you can be consistent with it and keep doing it. But maybe start with a journal and it would move into a blog, right? Because then you'll have enough content to put up there. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. We're collaborating already. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I want to thank you so much, Christine, for coming on today and chatting about the importance of journaling and what you've done to create a space for people to journal during COVID, especially. Oh, thank you, Melissa. And thank you so much. It was so lovely. And thank you for all the insights. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. Wow, who knew there were so many ways and so many different journals that you can get. I love how Christine talked about how it first started out because her mom dealt with breast cancer and having to go through that um, with her mom being an oncology nurse and dealing with patients and that kind of came out. And plus, you know, homeschooling and you know, her kids being stuck at home, virtual schooling as well. It's just an amazing way to get your feelings out. A pen and paper, like I said, is always the best. I love to journal. I don't know if you do. Um, there's a thing called the five second journal, which is awesome as well. I put the links to all of Christine's journals that you can buy on Amazon in the show notes, as well as where you can um, go online and join her digital free digital um, journal where you can just journal your thoughts. Um, I really hope you enjoy this episode. It was a really great chat with her and I can't wait to have her back on again um, and to do a guided journaling with us, maybe of things that we can we can how we can journal and, and there's supplies that we need for journaling um thank you for being part of the podcast family i would love if you subscribe leave a rating or review it helps me out a lot and i hope you guys have a blessed day and remember keep chatting